0: 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 630 Chad. Here's what's going on in the NHL early second period. No score Detroit and Boston. Jake DeBrusque is playing for the Bruins, even though he's requested a trade after the first Capitals lead the Panthers two one. Early second period, Sharks up 2 nothing on the Devils. New contract today for Jack Hughes, eight years, $64 million. The Edmonton Oilers canceled practice this morning as defenseman Cody Ceci has gone into COVID protocol. Oilers head coach Dave Tippett said this on Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer earlier today. Read and
1: react, yeah.
0: Well, we've, been, uh, we've been pretty fortunate. We, uh, we haven't had much... Uh, much of
1: this inside, but we had a, a positive test this morning. That's going to get retested, and uh, we just felt like out of abundance of caution, we wanted to make sure that kept everybody away today
0: until we can figure out exactly what's going on. So we'll uh, we'll deal with it internally here and see where it comes out, and get ready to play tomorrow. All right. So the morning skate scheduled for tomorrow, and then the game, of course, furnace Family Oilers Hockey Faceoff Show at six puck drop at eight Crosby against McDavid Oilers against the Penguins should be a good one and hopefully no more uh, COVID uh, protocol situations for the Oilers here between now and then or at any other point in the season of course he joins us every week on inside sports he's powered by Sentinel Storage Shop Canadian Store Canadian try four weeks free visit sentinelstorage.ca former NHL goaltender and current broadcaster Kelly Rudy as we look back on one of Kelly's career highlights Presenting the custom-crafted
1: Silver Tiffany Trophy to
0: the Sheraton Player of the Month.
1: With a record of 8-3-2, and a record of 6-1-1 at home, including a shutout of the Chicago Blackhawks, a goals against average of 3.40,
0: and a save percentage of 8.39, the Sheraton Player of the Month for February, Kelly Rudy. Yes, he will now be introduced was the Sheraton player of the month for February 1992 apparently that announcement being made in an empty arena
1: well i, I remember that that you know that's a special moment but listen uh, how you know you get that award how can they get your stats wrong, right? <laughs> like, you, you go six and one, and one stretch I had a shutout, and then he says I had a save percentage of what, eight thirty-nine or something? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's impossible. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my gosh! It was it, it, it was nine, a different nine, era. Thirty-nine, right?
0: <laughs> it, was, it was it was a different era. So that was ninety-one, ninety-two. What was your save percentage for the year? Uh, $8.97, the... Which, of course, if people don't remember, I mean that was pretty. Uh, oh pretty yeah.
1: Solid. <laughs> Anytime awesome. you were hovering around nine back then, that was spectacular, right? And then uh a little bit later it was creeping up i, I think one year i finished with a 910 save percentage and uh, but that, you know it was different like i had you know tons of shots and so on but yeah 9 was the standard i think i finished third one year uh in save percentage with the islanders and if i'm not mistaken Rita, i might have had 903 so that tells you the difference in the eras right
0: Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, you had an eighty-five, eighty-six. You were nine-zero-six. 906, so, oh, 906 yeah. Okay, yeah. And yeah, I, so, I
1: do specifically remember I was third in the league that year. So, yeah. And and now nine-zero-six might keep you out of the league,
0: really. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, you wouldn't be a, you wouldn't be the number one goalie on the team. That's for no, sure. You'd be the backup. Right? I watched, like, I, I watched that video. No. You you I you say you remember that I know you have a great memory but like you the clip I saw you looked so dint disinterested to skate out of your crease take your helmet off shake that guy's head (laughs) and
1: and I was simply because I I was a guy that really had to prepare differently than most because you know it didn't the game didn't come naturally for me right so I had to really be in the moment and and uh, and so when I was told i was being awarded that and that i'd had to skate to center and also take off my mask which i never did i wouldn't even take off my mask during the national anthems i was just so so into the the job itself and so i was like oh gosh i i I guess i have to do this because it's sponsored and this is an important thing this is one of our partners and so on but yeah it wasn't a, a favorite moment although I really have to admit uh, I'm awfully proud to win that. And it's still in my office here in Calgary
0: right now. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. But I figure you must have multiple things like that for, well, I guess you didn't have the Molson cup on the teams you, you played for, but that would be the equivalent, right? Sort of what, what you want. It was the
1: equivalent. Yeah. And we, we had, uh, you know, monthly awards. We also had team awards at the end, which they don't do anymore, but those were uh, really special. And so, typically you know you'd have the team mvp and most uh uh mr hustle or whatever or most popular uh all these different awards you'd have five or six or seven depending on what team you were and uh those were i mean that's a real honor right it's a real credit to your play and so on so those were important so i you know you'd be surprised if you were in my house there's almost nothing about hockey in our house other than just in my office and then i only have a few things i don't have tons in my office in my house here in calgary in fact there's more things about the rocky mountains and the history of uh the explorers and so on there's uh uh, topo maps of Banff, jasper and yoho and and kootenai and all that so i'm more into that than you know displaying some hockey things
0: yeah, Kelly Rudy joining us tonight on uh, Inside Sports. Okay, Uh, interesting week. Uh, we're probably not going to be able to cover everything. Uh, Have you ever been bitten in a game? <laughs> oh, of course not. But <laughs> I, uh, I
1: was. That that's so offensive, right? I mean, yeah. now there are cir- circumstances, and Kevin Dexter kind of talked about it. If you're in a fight and the guy kind of fish hooks you. Uh, and you, you would, you know, impulsively probably bite back, right? You know, because of the guy's already sticking his fingers in your mouth. I remember PJ stock. Uh, this was after the incident in the Stanley Cup finals in uh, 2011 between Vancouver and Boston, and I was chatting with PJ. I might have been having a glass of wine, and I said something, have you ever done that? And he goes, of course. I mean, the guy was sticking his fingers in my mouth. What else are you going to do? But this, this was different, right, the one on Saturday with Lemieux where it at it, it least appeared to us. Um, that Kachuk just had his hand kind of by his face, and and he, I, I personally think, this is my opinion, that Lemieux had to sort of go out of his way, and not by once, but twice allegedly. So, and there clearly in the video you could see blood.
0: Yeah, uh, Rob Brown, <laughs> that night said that uh, I don't know if I'm going to get the games right. He said Lemieux should get a 25 game suspension for fighting and 10 more for being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know about the twenty-five for fighting, but yeah, the ten. In fact, that's what I said on Saturday. I said I hope he gets five games, but I'd be, be even happier if he got ten games because in, 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 there's no room for that in any sport whatsoever.
0: Yeah, uh, Oilers beat Vegas obviously that night. Uh, I, I mean, wow, Miko Koskinen, and, and again, like the Oilers have not started games well, Kelly. And mm-hmm. you know, I know we're only a quarter of the way in and they're still winning most of the time. And, and you know, Craig McTavish is coming up in the next segment of the show. And he said a couple of weeks ago that as a coach, he almost wouldn't want to bring something like that up because he wouldn't want players to be overly fixated on on the beginning of the game. You know, he just right. wanted to go out and play. But uh, they didn't start well in Vegas. Koskinen held them in there. And then, I mean, entertaining game. And the there's able to figure it out for the 3-2 win.
1: Man, I am so on board with uh, what uh, Mac T is saying. So I think I've shared this with you before, but you probably have some listeners that haven't heard this story. So when you're going through a stretch like that as a uh, a player, I'd personally uh, hope that the coach doesn't bring it up because we're aware of it, right? We're pretty much aware of whatever we're going through we we know if we're starting poorly we understand that we know if we end road trips poorly i remember one year uh in la we we actually had quite a good road record but for whatever reason well we had long road trips back then back then you'd play at home for two weeks and go on the road for two weeks and that was just what you did all season long right basically and so i remember our coach barry melrose uh, because we're, our win-loss record in the last game of those long road trips was terrible because we're all super excited about getting back home, right? And so Barry brings it up, and I'm thinking to myself, I know that. I know that I'm bad on the last game. You don't have to keep bringing it up. I'm trying to work through this. But my point is, when I had uh, Daryl Sutter in San Jose, uh, there's this one tiny stretch where Mike Vernon and I, got off to a bad start in every game we played for about five or six games. And unfortunately we either let in the first shot or the next one. And so Daryl brings it up and I'm thinking to myself, I know that and Mike of all guys, because he was never a nervous guy. He was such a relaxed goalie. And then all of a sudden he went through a stretch where like he just couldn't help himself. And it was all through nerves, right? Cause your coach now has brought it up. Okay. You two guys have to stop letting in the first shot. And now that's the first thing your brain thinks about, right? It's, it, it, it doesn't help anything.
0: Kelly, uh, last night the Penguins were in Calgary. Uh, you know, exciting game. Went to, went to I think, seven-round shootout, an extended shootout. And now the yep. Oilers get the Penguins uh, with yet another defenseman out Cody Ceci is out so we expect Marcus Nemalinen Niem- to make his NHL debut. We've seen Broberg play four games. Chris Russell's yeah. playing well uh, way more than he usually would, you know, Bouchard's going to have to take more on here. Um is this a case for the for, like is I know Teams always say simplify the game, but is that even mm-hmm. more important now for Edmonton tomorrow? One hundred percent. I love that Pittsburgh
1: team last night. By the way, the the game was fantastic to broadcast because it was there was a real intensity to it. You know, early on, sometimes in a season, uh, you know, it can be a fast paced game. There can be energy and so on. But uh, this one had that added element of intensity. So it was excellent. Uh, The Oilers are going to really be challenged. Uh, I'm sure they're up to that challenge because they're off to such a great start. But because of the uh, goaltending that Pittsburgh is getting right now from Tristan Jari, and you're familiar with him for his uh, Oil oil King days, but that's a really good team. That top line, too, with Crosby, Gensel, and Rodriguez is terrific. That Rodriguez is... uh, Uh, really provided um, a different element on that line. He's a real good puck support player, and Crosby has talked about it, how he finds himself in really good positions. So Rodriguez likes to work down low also like Crosby does, and then Gensel's just, uh, you know, world-class talent. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun game. I'm looking forward to watching again tomorrow.
0: All right, Kelly. Well, I uh, always enjoy having you on the show. We will do this, of course, next week. I'll see if I can find another uh, thrilling video clip from your career. (laughs) With an 839 save percentage, please. I'm going to have to call somebody who did games for the Indianapolis Checkers and see if I can get any play-by-play for them. (laughs) Right. See if there's an archive for that. (laughs) I like it, bud. Good luck with that. Yeah. Take care, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) That is Kelly Rooney checking in, of course, joins us every week. Presented by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian, try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. Always love having Kelly on the show, and uh, we do expect, uh, well, hopefully a good game. Going to be another uh, challenging game here for an Oilers defense core that is getting increasingly depleted. Nurse out, Keith out. Cuckoo out, and now Cody Cc out, and Marcus Niemalainen up from the minors. Craig McTavish is coming up between 6.30 and 7. We'll call a quick timeout. It's Inside Sports on Chet. So no Oilers practice today. They canceled it. Cody Cece in COVID protocol. The morning skate is scheduled for tomorrow and the game against the Penguins. Eight o'clock at Rogers Place. Face-off show on 630 Chet will start at six. Part of a very special day on our station tomorrow. It's Santa's Day in support of 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous. Of course, we want to see every child receive a new toy at Christmas and it's been a difficult year for many so the need is greater than ever now here's how you can donate donate tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. 587 416 1000 587 416 1000 that is the phone number for santa's day tomorrow of course you can donate online whenever you want whenever you want simple to remember santa's anonymous So that is Santa's day tomorrow on 630 Chad, in support of 630 Ched Santa's anonymous. uh, You know, we've, uh, this is our second annual Santa's day. It was, uh, I mean, the way that many of you step up, uh, stepped up last year for Santa's day was uh, it was just incredible. And if you're able to help out at all this year, of course, uh, well, I was going to say we'll appreciate it at 630 Chad, but I think a lot of families and a lot of kids will appreciate it much, much more, of course. Also coming up on Saturday, that's December 4th, it's the Teddy Bear Toss game for the Oil Kings. They're going to be taking on uh, Moose Jaw. This also helps out Santa's Anonymous. You can still get tickets available through, uh, you can still get tickets through oilkings.ca. And uh, I went to Roger's place today for the Teddy Bear Toss jersey unveil. So uh, Jake Neighbors, the captain of the Oil Kings and the four alternate captains all modeled the jerseys, which once again, go with the uh jersey on a teddy bear theme. So there is uh it it looks like they are skating teddy bears. Like instead of the socks they're wearing look like fur. They did they did this in 2019 and they brought back the theme now also honoring you know frontline workers. Uh, with uh, the jersey kind of looks like a, uh, a medical uh, a smock. Is that the right term? And there's a, a pocket full of pens on the jersey and a stethoscope around the neck. So uh, that was pretty cool. The, the teddy bear toss game is, is so unreal. I talked to Jake Neighbors about it. We're going to get to that a little bit later on. They're going to try to break the record from 2019. 16,491 bears. Oh, my goodness. Now, you know, go to the Oil Kings website to find out about the COVID protocols and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you, you can obviously bring bears in, uh, you know, you got to follow some bag requirements there, but you can bring the bears in. And if you bring five or more bears, then uh, you can be entered to win a special prize as well. So that's the oil Kings teddy bear toss game coming up on Saturday. Mac T is coming up next on inside sports.